SoWin TV presents. SoWin TV presents. Welcome back to another episode of Sweet Tea and Dad. We have embarked on a new or a continuing process of giving you our backstory and some things that we have done and how we have worked together to ensure or to make each other's dreams um, succeed. Yeah. Did you say succeed? Yeah, succeed or um, make each other's dreams come true. And uh, today that we want to talk about supporting each other's dreams, even if maybe the other person's dream isn't your dream, you want them to achieve what they want so that you so that everybody in the situation is happy and feels satisfied. Right. And the the dream that we're talking about is me joining the military and her fulfilling her dream of entrepreneurship and being a stay-at-home mom and with that being able to stay at home and work from home to take care of our youngest our youngest and our soon to be second soon, soon to be second one coming so with that being said i want to read today's um Bible verse that goes along with what we're talking about, and it comes from Proverbs 31, everybody's favorite woman, and it comes from Proverbs 31, 17. She clothes herself with strength and strengthens her arms. She perceives that her merchandise is good. Her candle does not go out by the night. This, this Bible verse really speaks to how Elizabeth or SAS, um, stepped up to ensure that all of our bills were continued to be made and paid on time and paid when they can be paid and fighting with bill collectors and still making sure the house got done and was taken care of and Megan was fed and she was fed and all the home stuff happened while I was off at basic training. Because when I was at basic training, I wasn't being paid. And therefore, the family wasn't being paid. So she had to dig deep and really, really, really reach into that entrepreneurship that she had within herself to create something that will keep her at home and continue to provide for her and our daughter. And I had to fight a lot of bill collectors, which I know right now if what we have going on in, in our economy and our comfort country right now, it's tough times. And yep. a lot of people are fighting bill collectors. Yes. We're fighting bill collectors. Yes. Everybody's, you know, it just seems like everybody's in this boat and it's not a fun place to be, but it's when you are committed to your family first, God first, family second. 
and you are pursuing what you believe is right for you and for your family and what you're called to do, then you have to have the strength and the fortitude to fight those battles. And they don't stop with uh, more money. They don't stop with more time. They don't stop with anything because life keeps happening and things keep happening in life and we just have to keep dealing with them. And so, you know, we've been on this journey for almost 39 years and there's been better times and harder times and easier times and worse times. And, you know, the, the vows that better for worse, richer, poorer, sicker and health is for sure what it is. Yes. And you just have to roll with the punches and do what you feel is right and what's best for your family. And um, I appreciate that first, you know, Proverbs 31 women, as Christian women, we we read Proverbs 31 and we think that's the impossible woman. I heard Beth Moore say one time, the woman we all love to hate. I don't hate her. I admire her. And I wish that I felt like I could measure up to everything that she does. She did. I mean, she made clothes and ran a business and, and was part of the the town council. And I mean, just all these amazing things that she did. Um, But that was a different time and she had a different life and a different history than what I have had. And so I, I know that I can be satisfied knowing that I've done my best. Yep. For, for us, and for our family yes and her best was more than anything that i ever expected i i would i would only hope that it what did you expect your best but didn't didn't know what your best was you didn't know i was an overachiever no (laughs) you had no idea no oh well that was another one he walked into blindly yeah but (laughs) But knowing, I'm glad you're pleasantly surprised. Yes, I was pleasantly <laughs> surprised. But knowing that we both came into this equally determined to succeed and equally determined to make things happen together as one, like God intended, was what made it easier, but yet it was still difficult because it was something new that we had never done before. We were both going down the same highway, but different lanes of the highway with me being military, her being an entrepreneurship. And and every time we had to move, she had to recreate herself. Well, we really hadn't started the moving process at well, yeah, this that's true. point in the story. But, um, you know, we wanted to pick back up well, like the, where we kind of we, left we off. We were moving in this. Well, it's true. Yeah. Um, you know, he, you know, I, I, um, you know, we, I think we left off with our, our last episode where we talked about story because we, we did a few episodes on loyalty and friendship and some different things. But he was in basic training and was wondering, what the heck am I doing here? Exactly. And I was at home with a, a, a 16-month-old and had found out right before he, right after he enlisted, a few months before he left, I'd found out that we were having baby number two which was a surprise. And I had lost my grandmother, who was my rock, who was, you know, everything to me before he left. And so it was a hard time of transition. And then him leaving. And um, when he went through basic training, 
um, you know, I, as soon as, as I found out I could go down there and see him graduate and be there and see him, Megan and I loaded up the truck and we headed to Texas. He was in Texas. We were in Louisiana after that five initial weeks of basic training that last week, we stayed down in Texas and um, saw him every time we could on base. So, you know, him at basic training and, and me at home with Megan and then he finished and I was there, um, you know, for that fifth week, staying in a hotel and seeing him at base at night and, um, and, uh, spending as much time with him as we, as Megan and I could. And then, um, and Before then I went off to tech school. Yeah. And then we found out, uh, that last week that he was there, that when he went off to tech school, he was going to Wichita Falls, Texas, which was still the same distance from uh, approximately the same distance from where we were in Louisiana, but Just we, a different direction. we didn't know what, you know, the rules were and everything when he got to basic training. I mean, when he got to technical school, you got to technical school, you called me and you said, I said that I can see you every weekend. So that's, that's another, that's the, that's, that's the next. No, that's this one. No, that's, you know, that's next, the next yeah. story. But anyway, but basic training was, was a, was a time of growth. It was for both of us really, because I was doing something that I swore I would never do. And she was doing something that she found out was right up her alley as far as entrepreneurship. And Oh, I always knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur. I never really she, wanted a job. And then after I got my first job at McDonald's, I knew for sure I didn't want a job. Right. <laughs> and then when I, when the baby started coming, I was like, no way. I want to be, I want to, I want to be present in my baby's lives. I want right. to be here for my kids. Right. And you can't, sometimes it's, that is really hard to do as a full-time working woman. And that's what I was prior to quitting to, to undertake this entrepreneurship. Yep. And it, excuse me. it was not, I, you know, I, I cried every day when I drove to that job and dropped my child off at daycare and my mother kept saying, she'll be fine. She'll be fine. And she was, our daughter, Megan was fine. I had her at a really small daycare and then at a home with a, a lady at home. I was not fine. I did not want to leave her and for somebody else to raise. I wanted right. to raise her. That was just my, my heartfelt feelings. And, and women, all women have a different view of that. And whatever you, however you feel, whatever you want to do is, is fine. You don't have to follow anybody else's um, pattern you do what is best for you, your mental, physical, emotional health, and you do what is best for your family. Right. And, and it has to be an open discussion between each of you in order to determine what direction you're going as a couple is within God's will and will meet the needs of everything that you plan on doing as a couple. Right. And it's just, it's so, so important to support each other's dreams, to know that it's going to be scary sometimes and it's not going to be what you wanted you wanted, or you planned. I know for him, he would have been perfectly happy for me to be a full-time stay-at-home mom like his mom was yes. and not work outside the home. I need that outside um stimulus Stimulus. for my brain for things for me to do to feel like I'm contributing to the world in a bigger way than just 
being a wife and a mother. That right. was me. Right. But everybody is different and you right. do whatever you feel like you're called to do. Right. And I've always tried to find a way to balance being a wife, being a mother and having either a job where I worked for somebody else full-time or part-time or having a business. And most of the time I had a business and sometimes had a business and a job. Um, but, you know, whatever the need arised, we just work together to support each other's dreams and to provide for our family and do what we had to do. Right. And it's, that's the biggest key there is willing to do what needs to be done to make it happen. Right. Because when you start out down the road of what you're doing, as time progresses and you gain knowledge and you gain experience and wisdom, wisdom, don't be afraid to start over. Don't be afraid because even though I was in basic training in tech school, as my military career progressed, things came along within my military career that allowed me to move up other than just rank and assume other positions and we'll get in more into that as right as we as we go through our our podcast here but and i think for me one of the scariest things was um letting him explore what he wanted to do he didn't know what he wanted to do he didn't know that he wanted to go back to school he didn't know that he wanted to be in the military or that he would become an officer and that he would love it he didn't know any of those things and it was kind of kind of scary for me because we always had to step out on faith yes and that is terrifying and we were talking about before we came on to record this podcast that um you know we stepped out on faith when he enlisted in the military when he when he went in yep. because we knew that uh we didn't know what the pay was going to be or what you know compared to what he was making we were praying and hoping that it was going to be better and we knew when he got home and he was doing his reserve weekend that would be extra pay that we could count on and we also made the decision at that time with him being gone that it was best for me to leave the full-time job I was working at and completely miserable in um to stay at home with our daughter because he was going to be gone and our oldest daughter was extremely attached to him she was a daddy's girl from the womb. Yep. He would walk in and I would, she would have been still for hours in the womb. And he would walk in and say, how are my girls? And we didn't even know she was a girl, but he would say, how are my girls? Cause he was convinced she was a girl. And, and she would start kicking at the sound of her daddy's voice. And the night she was born, when he walked, when they brought her into the room four hours after she was born and he goes, there's my girl. She turned her little four-hour-old neck and looked straight at him and smiled and smiled and you know they can say it's gas or whatever but I don't believe so I think I mean it was a smile and and she was always daddy's girl she went to daddy um she would have much rather been with daddy than with me um you know and that's just who that's just who she was and and to big extent somewhat still who she is today yep. at 36 yeah you know that's new. She's she's still 36. Oh, <laughs> that just happened. Oh my goodness, that just happened a month ago. Okay. So, you know, but uh, you know, we made the decision for me to quit my full-time job 
without a guaranteed income. And I took leave of absence from my full-time job to go into basic. Unpaid. Unpaid leave of absence. So it was a major step of faith. It was a big time step of faith for both of us. Like he said, no pay for that entire six weeks. I think you got maybe a hundred dollars or something and you bought some did, things that, you needed and you sent right. me like 50 bucks. Right. And that was it for six weeks. That was the only pay we had coming in besides my, my little startup that I was doing, which was a, an ML, MLM multi-level marketing company um, that I was doing sales for and I just worked my behind off to to get to sell and get groceries and keep the electricity turned on and the gas and the water and you know beyond that I just fought with the bill collectors because we didn't you know his parents weren't in a position to help us he had a sister in college he had two sisters in high school um my parents even if they had been in a position they weren't, they wouldn't have helped. So, you know, we just had to do what we had to do. So I think that's through this. Yeah. Through this, I want to encourage you guys to support each other's dreams. Be willing to take risks for each other's dreams. Be willing to let the other person take risks. I mean, if, if, you know, if, you're going to be living on the street or in a car and you're not going to have food to eat. Maybe you need to think about that a little bit harder, but, but do whatever you can to support each other's dreams. Right. And it's marriage is marriage. You know, people say marriage is 50, 50 take. It's not. There are days when one person gives 80% and one person gives 20%. And the next day it may be vice versa. And there may be days when both of you are like, I can't give you more than 20% today. Right. I need a break. And that's something that's good to communicate with each other. Right. I want to encourage you to tell each other, you know, we, we have learned over the years to tell each other, I'm, I'm, I'm having an off day today. Right. I'm, you know, out of squares. What Arnold says, I'm out of square. He sass tells me I'm out of square. Then I know he's having a bad day and I, you know, probably just want to lay low and, you know, like um, I can think of a recent in- instance when we were stranded in Florida. Um, we went there for one reason and all that those reasons fell apart and we had to regroup. And then we didn't know why we were there and we couldn't come home and we were just kind of stuck. And we were, what, what are we doing here? And, and then Father's Day came along. Right. And Father's Day, hard for him because he just lost his dad a year and a half ago. Father's Day's always been hard for me because I never knew my biological father. And when I, you know, I, I didn't get any kind of, I didn't have a great stepdad relationship to, as a father. And so Father's Day's always been hard for me. I just kind of avoid Mother and Father's Day. And uh, so, you know, we both kind of knew on Father's Day it was going to be a rough day for both of us. Yeah, and then dad, my dad's birthday is the following weekend after right. Father's Day. Right. So June was a rough month for me, and it's been two years now since I've lost my dad. And this year was harder than last year. Yeah. Which was maybe because which, we were stranded in Florida. Maybe I don't know, but we it were was it was marooned in Tampa. It was it was different this, and, this go round than it was last year. And we live in an RV. So there's not like a lot of space where, you know, I could go in my office and do things or he could go, you know, on the back porch or whatever. And it was, it was hot. It, it's been a hot year, but it was hot and humid in Tampa. Yeah. So we just kind of both sat in our chairs and 
put something on TV like Food Network or something. We both are home HGTV or something. We both like to watch and kind of lost ourselves in our phone and playing games and doing stuff like that. Just just yeah. because we knew if if we didn't if we didn't let the issues disappear on their own, it would be a it would be a very brutal day. And if we tried to get into a discussion or, or right. do something together, it was likely going to end up with us you know, fighting at each other, fighting with know, each other. And we just didn't, know, we, we didn't want to do that. That's stuff that you have to learn as you go along. Right. And that's why you've got to tell the other person. And he did. He said, you know, Father's Day and then next week is my dad's birthday. And I'm like, I know. I realized that. And he already knew that, I, you know, Father's Day was not a good day for me because right. it never has been. So we just kind of, you know, tell each other up front. That's right. where I think so many couples fall short is they don't communicate those things. And it would be so much better to know, hey, I know I've got a couple of bad days coming up. He knows when Christmas is coming. At Thanksgiving and credit from, from about two weeks before Thanksgiving all the way through the new year, it's going to be a hard time for me because I hit, my grandmother always loved Thanksgiving. We always went to her house for Thanksgiving. That was what she called her holiday. And then it's my mom's birthday, my sister's birthday, my brother's birthday. And then, um, and then my grandmother's birthday was Christmas day. And then my birthday is three days after Christmas. And so week before. his is a week before our anniversary is before that. Everything just kind of hits right in that six weeks and it piles on me emotionally. And it's really hard, especially being a highly sensitive person, an empath, as some people call us, it makes, it makes those things. We feel them much more than other people so um so it makes it a hard difficult time for me so he kind of knows but I also try to tell him you know my bad my bad time of the year just tell speak speak those things and support each other in whatever you're going through whether it's your dreams whether it's difficulties yeah what dreams nightmares uh difficulties whatever it may be be willing to talk to each other about it and yeah. be willing to discuss it because if, if you don't, if you don't let that stuff out and you don't talk about that stuff, it'll eat you alive. Yes. And if you don't let your dreams out, your dreams will just die within you. And who knows, your dreams may be a dream that your that your spouse or significant other is trying to uh, help you foster and help you grow. And it may be something that they want to grow. And it, it may not be a, just a dream. You know, God places those things in our hearts. Yeah. I don't, I didn't want to be an entrepreneur just because I thought I, I could, or I just dreamed it up. It's something God put in my heart to do. Right. And so it, it meant so much to me that he supported me in that dream and still is supporting me to this day in chasing my entrepreneurial, you know, dreams yep. and joining, joining me on the adventure. So it's really nice <laughs> to have somebody that I can share these things with because he's never really wanted to know about it and stuff. So, right. so support each other's dreams and be open and honest in your communication with each other. I guess those are my two lessons, my, our two lessons from this week. Yep. I think so. So don't forget to do the YouTube stuff. Hit yep. subscribe. Yep. Leave us a comment. Leave us a like. YouTube loves all that stuff, and then we'll get more videos and more content. And also, if you need to reach out to one of us, jclamman at icloud.com 
elizabeth at elizabethflamman.com. And you can reach out to us via email or any of the social media platforms. We have retreats, we have workshops, we have uh, reboots. So reach out to us and let us help you. Um, let us help you foster the best marriage that you could possibly have. And let's go through this life with your best friend. Yes. It's a whole lot easier to go through life with your best friend. All right, folks. This is another episode of Sweet Tea. And sass. Be blessed. Don't be stressed. God's got it. Yeah. Love you guys. Bye. Faith and Hope with Sweet Tea and Sass, encouraging couples to reconnect with God and with each other so they can live their happily ever after too. Are you feeling broken or lost? Are you struggling to find a community of like-minded women? Come join us on Soulwin, Shining Our Light Women's Inspiration Network. Soulwin women have come out victoriously from their dark places and now use their God-given gifts to shine their light to the whole world. Get your free 30-day trial today. Go to www.soulwin.tv to subscribe now. Are you feeling broken or lost? Are you struggling to find a community of like-minded women? Come join us on Soulwin, Shining Our Light Women's Inspiration Network. Soulwin women have come out victoriously from their dark places and now use their God-given gifts to shine their light to the whole world. Get your free 30-day trial today. Go to www.soulwin.tv to subscribe now.